This is Daisen Shui X, the podcast, episode 208, for the week of February 7th, 2010. Welcome to the only podcast on the internet this week where you will not hear about Mass Effect 2. Daisen Shui X! That's right. I had to think there for a second. <laughs> An extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Daisen Shui X. Thank you. You see, you both say the same thing, but at different times, it works out perfectly. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in the hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Got my Mary, got my Julian. How you folks doing? I'm not yours. Not mine, okay. Julian, how you doing then? Well, I am doing all right. I'm reading about the progress of elevating a railway line in northern Osaka. It's got pictures. <laughs> Is, it Is it a picture book? It sounds great. Well, I don't know. If you're into trains, it's kind of interesting. Well, Julian, are you into trains? Yes, but they haven't started with any shoe fly tracks yet, so there hasn't been too much other than some scaffolding. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Uh, Mary, I'll go back over to you. Hey. You are Mary. You come from Temple of Chung, some uh, internet past long forgotten. Ah, yes. Christmas of internet past. <laughs> so you're the grumpy one. You're the angry I thought we've one. established this. Okay. Yes. All's good? Oh, yes. Not quite so grumpy today. Lots of Dragon Ball stuff this week. Yeah. Are you following? You have any clue what's going on? I do. I know. It's up. I'm right. hip. I'm hip to it. Kind of, sort of. Awesome. Julian, how about you? You keeping up with stuff? You know what's up? Yeah, I heard a lot about stuff from the website, in fact. It's a good resource. <laughs> it is. A lot of it doesn't affect you much over in Japan, but I suppose it's interesting to read every so often. All right. We got Mary. We got Julian. My name is Mike. I go by Vegito EX. It's not going to just be us this week. Uh, normally, we would do a manga review of Awesomeness. We'd pull Jeff in. We'd all read. It'd be lovely. All of our notes are done. We I was going to say, yeah, we were, we were halfway prepared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know Jeff's actually sick right now. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked out anyway. Exactly. Oh my god, it's destiny that this week panned out the way it did. That's right. He's got family coming into town anyway. And then this whole news about Kai being licensed in the U.S. happened. So it was great, as I've said. We got the Yamcha episode done. It's in. We got it perfect before some big news could get in the way and interrupt that episode again. Julian, I have to ask you. Yamcha? Yeah. Is he a cool guy? I'd say so. Underutilized, of course, but of course. not bad. That's basically what we concluded with, so I'm glad we're all on the same page. We could have just done the episode right there. It's done. We did two Yamcha episodes. Fantastic. Um, anything going on, guys? Mary? You? Dragon Ball? Anything? Me and Dragon Ball. Hmm. Do you like the show? I do like the show. Okay. And you know what? I actually thought I had something at the tip of my tongue. I will say, you were smirking like a teenager again, reading through the manga last week. Oh! We thought that's what we were going to do. Yes. So. <laughs> For reasons that we'll get into when we do the manga review of Awesomeness. Whenever that'll be. Yeah. I don't know yet. Julian, how about you? How are things going over Japan? You got any cool Dragon Ball stories? Anything? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Random people talking about Dragon Ball in the school and uh, but you know they're high school students so it's more like idle speculation about what Kai is going to do rather than talking about the characters and how awesome they are the way that the junior high school students did <laughs> right it's going to be pretty laid back for us because uh, the topic is entirely done it's been recorded over the last couple days it's all edited so we're here to just do the non-topic stuff we'll do the non-Kai licensing news and do some releases and we'll just wrap stuff up that it's all I got. It's 
It's cool. Everything's awesome, right? I don't get to talk about it. Yeah, me neither. We we will have some of your thoughts. Oh. As we get okay. to the end of what would be the topic portion that's already... Oh, Julian, it doesn't affect you at all. Oh, yeah, I know. But He can still like have an opinion. All right, that's fine. Political um, pundits say things that don't affect them, so... Absolutely so true. That's absolutely true. I will give you that. So you can have your say when we get to whatever the topic portion will be. Until then, let's do the other news. First thing's not really news news, but PlayAsia's having a sale. You can get some import games a little bit cheaper. A lot of pre-owned games. If you want Super Butoden, Super Butoden 2, uh, those are going for about 20 bucks. Decent deals on new stuff. Infinite World, the Japanese PS2 version, that's about 15 bucks. And Tenka Ichi Daiboken, the Wii game, is going for about 40 bucks. That's, uh, that's it there. Here's some news that I think we even joked about it last week. Yes. Uh, and the weeks leading up to last week, yes. and it every happened, week. and every, every week, week it happened anyway. You know, I was holding out hope. I was kind of like, you know what? It's so ludicrous at this point. It can't possibly happen again. But it happened again, and of course, I am talking about these big delays. Are you surprised? You shouldn't be. This is DBZ Volume Six. It includes Tankobon Volumes Thirty Two Through Thirty. What? So close. Tan, not Tan. Tan. I thought I said Tan. No, Tanko. Tankobon. 32 through 34, or graphic novels to you folks out there who can't pronounce it like me, in the Viz Big Omnibus. This is the three-in-one books, in case you've forgotten. Anyway, these were originally listed for January 19th, then it was pushed back to February 16th, which would have been, you know, pretty damn soon. Right. Uh, but then uh, our forum buddy, X-Zero, uh, let us know that Amazon had changed the date around to March 9th. So there you have it, a little over a month away at this point. Yeah, and of course that affects everything coming after it. Volume 7 is now pushed to April 20th, and Volume 8 which I think is the last one. Maybe there's nine. I actually don't remember. Uh, that's pushed to July 20th, all of this year. I forgot what the record is. I think four delays is the record for a Viz Big right now. I'd have to go back through the updates. And I continue to be baffled yeah, by what is so difficult, difficult about this? taking previously printed material and stuffing them together. Like, ah, what's going on? No clue. No clue whatsoever. It gives us more time, though, to get caught up with our monger reviews of awesomeness. Um, Yeah, if we skip months, because then we have to... It's such for people trying to keep up with it because you know we'll accidentally skip a month like we did December-ish you know that kind of thing like oh great that's that's fine because Viz Big is coming that'll help people keep up with us but then Viz will delay it another two months so it really doesn't help in the end you're boned any which way in the end it doesn't even matter in the end everybody dies and then they come back to life that's right because that's the show we're talking about before we get into uh, other financial news and licensing news and stuffage I didn't get a chance to update with this yet, and I need to dig in a little deeper. But it looks like uh, Namka Bandai is cutting 630 jobs over in Japan. Uh, stuff isn't doing so well, needless to say. There's also a thread up over on our forum. Uh, Super Saiyan Prime put this up with sales figures for games. Uh, the top 10 for Namka Bandai's quarterly report, there's no Dragon Ball games listed in there at all. I mean, we had Raging That's Blast. That's three coming out. Revenge of King Piccolo in North America and Europe, and then Attack of the Saiyans also in North America and Europe. No, no crack in the top 10 there at all. Looks like stuff is selling like shit. The stop making shit 
games. Oh, said it. I got to dig a little deeper, but um, which country this is for, but Cyan Invasion on DS, 192,200 copies. That is not enough to do anything. Julian, you didn't do your part. I don't think you've played any of these games. You got a DS? Come on, man. Well, yeah, but I'm getting married in August, and I'm trying to get things together, like, you know, a wedding ring. and. Yeah, but dude, it came out in Japan almost a year ago. Like, you went through a wedding, too. I managed to play some video games. Yeah. And, and, Ugh. and what? And, and what? I forgot. <laughs> All right, then. Yes, the most recent news is that the episode count of Dragon Ball Kai has been more or less officially confirmed. So, but it looks like, according to the website Happy Netto, that we are going to be in for exactly 99 episodes <laughs> so of weird. Dragon Ball Kai. It's like they just didn't want to dip into the triple digits. They could say under 100 episodes. Well, the interesting thing here is when it was first publicly announced, that was almost a year ago, exactly kind of to the date at this point. Rumors on the Japan message boards were saying, oh, it's going to be about 100 episodes. There was never any source for that, where it came from, who originally said it. And everyone's just kind of run with that since then. You go to other sites and they're like, planning to be about 100 episodes. No one's ever said that. And yet people are just repeating it as if it's been fact. Then we've had this weird nonsense going on with, oh, it's only going to be 50 episodes because that's as far as the home release is going to go according to Toei. And, you know, it's only going to have two episodes on that 17th DVD and Digimon's coming back and that was its time slot. But Julian, you're telling me 99 episodes. What's the site say? Break it down for me. Yes. Well, it's uh, going by the DVD and Blu-ray releases. It's saying that there is going to be a total of eight box or releases for the Blu-ray release and a total of 33 volumes on DVD, each volume, of course, containing three episodes for a total of 99 episodes. That's uh, very, very specific. That's a lot of individual discs. Yeah, it is. If you but no more than what we already have of individual discs in this country. <laughs> no, we don't need another double yes. of that. And do not underestimate the collecting power of Japanese fanboys. That's true. You seeing these Blu-ray sets flying off the shelves over there? I mean... They're about 150 bucks I have, each. I have seen them in existence, but I ha- I cannot testify as to their flying off the shelves. <laughs> okay. I have not seen anyone personally buy them, but they do seem to be gradually reducing in number before they get restocked, maybe. How do you feel about this 99-episode uh, count, Julian? You think they can fit it in? Oh, maybe. You know, get a good shoehorn and uh, some <laughs> grease on the sides. Cut out an entire arc here and there. You can do it. Mary, you think it's going to be a tight fit, right? I don't know what they're going to cut, other than the obvious filler episodes. I don't know what they can do to make things speed along faster, other than really cut down on some of the staring. But the Boo stuff is just really long. There's so much stuff there, I know. I mean, that was 91 episodes, 91, 92 episodes in and of itself. Uh-huh. To fit that down into... Yeah, what's it going to be, like 25? Pack? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Great Man has a lot of things it that does. weren't in the manga. Yeah, that's true. So you cut the out... The manga, basically, first crime spree... Okay, I will stop this. Aha! Oh, Videl, I know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> they cut right to the chase. That's true. You cut out a bunch of that stuff. You can, I don't know, cut to the chase a little bit. Well, that's the news, other than the licensing. So let's talk about that with lots of different people. Starting us off with our episode-long discussion of Kai preempting our manga review of Awesomeness, because that's how it rolls over here. I'm so glad we got that Yamcha episode in before Kai destroyed it again. You got lucky. I know, man. 
Great timing, great timing. Heath from Constantine, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good, good. We're here to talk about Kai, something you and I have talked on this show, this very show, so much about, and yet, here we are again. It's like deja vu. <sighs> it's totally deja vu. It's never going to go away. <laughs> I know. Talk about it till the end of time. And I unfortunately feel like we're going to be repeating ourselves, but you and I, I mean, especially since this, the big news of the American licensing, which we're going to get to, obviously, since this went up, you and I have been scouring online looking to see what people are talking about because as much as I stay in my own forum and you stay on my forum, we do like to venture out and see what kind of the collective consciousness is with regard to Dragon Ball discussions. And it's very scary sometimes. <laughs> it can be very <laughs> scary. Not so much in the, oh, people type badly and you know that drives us nuts, but it's just people honestly have no idea what Kai is in some circles. That, oh, very much so. They really have no idea what's going on all of a sudden this product comes out and you can kind of shift blame around but it doesn't help that Funimation basically just posted a logo and said yes <laughs> and said yeah What's up? It's like, if you don't know what it is, you have no idea what the hell's going on. Right, right. So I think what we're going to do, we've done it before, but it is worth doing it again, especially, goddamn, with the traffic we brought in this week. There's going to be new people. They have no idea what's going on. So welcome. We're here to talk about Dragon Ball. We do it every week. We have two guys here. Woohoo! The update with words on the internet multiple times per week. This is what we do. This is how we get our jollies out. Especially when stuff like this happens. It's <laughs> like, right. we'll go through a stretch of tour three weeks with absolutely nothing and then it's like the end of a month or beginning of a month we just get bombarded with stuff can you believe it 20 years later from z and that's what we're talking about right now so let's get going the beginning of dragon ball kai before it was even called dragon ball kai we got hints of something new on our own forum over at daizenshu ex from a user named Wasted Wisher. Now, we can actually basically confirm he is indeed an employee at the Philippines branch of Toei. He sent us uh, the character design sketches with the actual color codes and everything from the Jump Super Animator special. I mean, this guy's legit, and he's telling us about Kai before it happens. He told us in January 2009, like, Hey, guys, I don't know if you know yet, and I love the way he phrased it. Like, oh, you guys seem to know what you're talking about. Maybe you already know about it. We're hip with the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? And no one believed him at first. Hey, we're working on this thing, and it's like HD or something. Uh, what do you think? So a month goes by. We're into February 2009. Jump confirms that a refreshed version of the show is coming to celebrate the 20th anniversary. Now, of DBZ. DBZ began in 1989, so to 2009, that's the 20th anniversary of Z, ignoring the original TV series. And this was going to be updated with things like HD visuals, new sound effects, new opening and endings, as well as the original cast returning to voice it. It was going to start on April 5th, so not too far off. Later on that month, another jump issue gave it a name, Dragon Ball Kai. Now, Kai means renewed or refreshed. You'll notice that it's not Dragon Ball Z Kai or Dragon Ball Z colon Kai or something weird where it is DBZ. It was just called Dragon Ball Kai. Now, it seemed like Wasted Wisher said that it was going to be the DBZ show, but upscaled and maybe cropped into widescreen. And it was for the TV broadcast, but we'll come back to that with, is it widescreen, is it not? 
Jump just continued with more information, saying it would, quote, develop more speedily, end quote, confirm new music and some other random things here and there, just little tidbits. Then the first commercial hit, and it said that it would, quote, keep in line with Akira Toriyama's original cut, end quote, on that. We're not talking about filler here yet or sticking to the manga. These are just these vague statements that we're going to elaborate on a little bit. Then in March, it was revealed that Takeyoshi Tanimoto, who had done nothing for this franchise, previously would be doing the new theme songs and they would be called Dragon Soul and Yeah Break Care Break. It was also revealed in March that Kenji Yamamoto would be doing the musical score for the show so it would be replacing Shunsuke Kikuchi's original score for Z but Kenji Yamamoto is a long-standing figure with the Dragon Ball franchise doing video game music going oh, I, I honestly need to look up when his first game was because to me he's just like the side parallel figure of DBZ music that has always been there. March and April gave us some more info on voice actor replacements. Of course, Masako Nozawa, Mayumi Tanaka, uh, all the staples, uh, of course, are coming back. Some have passed on, though. So two that were replaced would be uh, Kame Senin. We got Masaharu Sato taking over that role. And then Tenshinhan, Hikaru Midorikawa is going to be taking over that role. And that's just, guys, that's a quick breeze from January to April. The show began on April 5th, 2009 on Fuji TV in a very different time slot from what DBZ was, though. So now, Heath, I'm going to turn it over to you. I've brought you from January to April. Now that the show has begun, tell us a little bit about the entity itself rather than the meta surrounding it. Well, first off, like you mentioned, the series time slot was actually moved. Uh, Originally, Dragon Ball Z aired on Wednesday nights from 7 to 7.30, and they decided to move Kai so that it would precede One Piece on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. So just right off the bat, it was almost more of a different demographic that they were shooting for, because uh, you can think of Sunday mornings in Japan like Saturday morning cartoons in the U.S. And from there, we noticed right away everything was in widescreen, the colors had been changed, and like Mike mentioned, we got new music, new uh, voices, and so it was really a, a big build-up to what we were getting. To, to start the series, it actually gave a backstory to Dragon Ball and Son Goku and where he had come from. It gave us a glimpse at his father, Bardock, and so we got to see footage from the first Z TV special. So it was kind of a weird setup because it didn't actually start exactly where Z did. It gave us a lot of backstory, but in a very short amount of time. And then you jump right in to Z, which, well, what would be equivalent to Z? Yeah, see, the thing is, it's a new version, but it is using Z's animation as its base, right? Right. So up to this point, it had been hyped to have uh, updated attacks, um, updated key blasts, and that was something that people noticed right away. We had some reanimated scenes, but the rest of the series was done using remastered footage from Dragon Ball Z. And the broadcast was cropped widescreen 16 by 9. However, later we found out that it actually was being remastered in full screen which I believe we will discuss later. Yeah, we have the home release to get to, and that's every time we're bringing it up on the show, we have to mention how chaotic and spastic it is, kind of mirroring <sighs> it's North American very release. confusing. Well, let's let's stick with this beginning of the show. You're talking about the flashback material and how they really cram things in. I mean, half an episode, we got kind of an overview of 153 episodes plus a TV special. Right. It continued like this, and it continues 
to this day like this, right? Right. Um, each episode, uh, give or take, depending on how much material they want to cover, but it typically covered about two to three chapters of the manga. Um, we had one episode that covered six chapters of the manga, and for anyone that's not really familiar... Typically, a lot of Z episodes only covered one, if we were lucky, maybe one and a half to two chapters. So the pace of Kai is much, much faster than Z ever was. Now, of course, this falls in line with develop more speedily and closer to Toriyama's original cut. But there have been some debates back and forth. Are they cutting filler or are they just cutting stuff and does it make sense? Can you give me just a rough overview? Because even I haven't been following since the end of the Goku Vegeta fight. So what is going on with the pace and the things that they're cutting? How are they getting it to this speedy version? Um, A lot of what they're doing is cutting down a lot of the staring, a lot of the uh, what you could almost call buff filler. It was just in there to kind of buffer in between points that aren't filler. Uh, So it's not per se a whole half episode of filler that they're cutting out. So it's a lot of the little things, but at the same time, they're also cutting out big chunks of filler. Uh, There have been points where they have left some in because it kind of corrects some continuity issues and things like that. But for the most part, anything that is truly filler has been completely cut out of the series. So that's really helped it to progress a little more speedily. Right. And I guess your own personal feelings on, oh, well, I like this filler material and I think it flushes this out. Ignoring any of your thoughts on it, it is, I suppose, closer to the manga in that respect, right? Right. Um, A lot of people that have been following it since the series started, it's really easy to sit down and pull out the manga and just sit there and flip through it as you're watching the series. Um, There were a couple things that they haven't quite fixed. Uh, For instance, there are a couple chapters where things are done out of order from what was originally in the manga, and they didn't quite fix that. So sometimes you run into that, but for the most part, it's straight-up adaptation of the manga. And that's mostly visuals. Tell me about the audio a little bit. I mean, we have most of the original cast returning. We've had more and more voice replacements as it continues on into the Frieza arc. So what's the current state of the cast? Well, the current state of the cast is most of the key figures, uh, like Goku, Vegeta, Frieza, Piccolo, uh, all those cast members are the original cast. They came back. However, you can tell that age has kind of taken over some of their voices, and that's the only real difference. The good thing, though, is all of the sound is now in stereo on the Japanese end. Um, All the music, the sound effects, and the voices are in stereo instead of like Z, which was recorded back in the 80s and the early 90s, was all in mono. So that is one plus side. Uh, but like you mentioned, a lot of Frieza's henchmen have almost entirely all been replaced. I think Frieza himself is pretty much the only character in that arc that is the same voice actor. Right, and I mean, we got hints at Nakao in the first episode, so we knew right. he was coming back. Uh, I mean, Frieza was plastered all over promotional materials from the very beginning. But yeah, all of Ginyu Toki, Sentai, Zarbon, Dodoria, Kui, yep. I mean, all of them have new voices. Sure, maybe some of them are minor, but I mean, all of Ginyu, that, that's well, something. Well, and then e- even just the Namekians, I mean, Nail, Saichiro, Dende, 
cargo. Right. And, I mean, Dende and cargo, understandable because they're, say, you passed away. But, right. I mean, it's a lot of things like that. Uh, even Parunga is a different voice actor. So just the whole gamut of the arc itself was pretty much replaced. The The Cyan arc was much better um, as far as voice replacements. Almost everybody came back except, I believe, Nappa and Tenshinha and Kame Senen. And some of them have been weird. I mean, Nappa's original voice actor has not passed away. No. Yet was replaced. Yeah. There have been a couple of them that are kind of weird. Um, I know, for example, Zarbon, uh, his voice actor, is actually working on another series where he's playing the main lead role. So Right, and that makes sense. I, I, some of those things make sense, but then some of the other ones, like you mentioned, just completely, it, as far as we know, they're not working on anything. They're around, they're available, but they did not come back to reprise actually fairly major roles. I was about to say, Zarbon was uh, Sho Hayami. Yes. Which, yeah, I mean, he's a pretty big guy, so for him to be doing something else, I guess that makes sense. While we're on the subject of audio, I mean, voices are a huge thing. There's also the music, and Kenji Yamamoto, sure, he's done video game scores. In some respect, it sounds like Dragon Ball. I, I don't really care about anyone's feelings on that anymore. The, the one kind of mini discussion I want to have with you is insert songs, because these just keep going and going. We didn't think we were going to get any it, uh, it looked the, like we weren't we went through almost the entire cyan arc and we did not get know, a single insert song well, we should say that we got an insert song in z uh with kayo's kind of explanation of saiyajin frieza and whatever backstory that yes. was then we didn't get anything again until trunks so were we going to get anything? CD singles started coming out. We got the Dragon Soul CD single and the Yabrik CD single. Um, the B-side on Dragon Soul... That still hasn't been used as anything. But the B-side on Yeah Break, Over the Star, that popped up as an insert song at the very end of the Saiyajin arc. And I feel like since then, any song that's been on the Dragon Ball Kai song collection disc, which we originally thought, oh, is this just going to be a combination of image songs and insert songs? Well, they're popping up one by one. I mean, Cyan Blood, was it used twice? Uh, once. Um, okay. Only a chilling LG was used twice. Well, I guess technically the Ginyu song was used twice as well, right? Is the end of one episode, beginning of the next? Yes. So what's going on with this? Is Kai going to be this outlet for selling even more CDs than they did with Z? Uh, I have a feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll touch on one thing first. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the music, um, the pacing. One thing we had talked about previously is how fast-paced it was. It seemed like there was no breath, no room to breathe at all. Right, um, right. They have toned a lot of that down a little more, so I'm not sure if there was some backlash or whatnot. But it was around that time, really, episode 17, which I guess you could officially say was the beginning of the Namek or Frieza arc, and mm -hmm. that is when they used Over the Star. It was the first insert song that we really saw, and that was pretty big, because we had just gone through an entire arc and not seen one at all. So it was kind of an Easter egg, kind of, oh, this is kind of neat. Yeah, definitely. And we went almost an entire another 10 episodes. It wasn't until episode 28 that the Ginyu Tok Sentai song appeared. And then after that, it's just been kind of like, once the CD uh, came out, the uh, <laughs> Kai Song Collection CD, we've just been right. getting them left and right. I mean, they used only a Chilling Elegy in episodes 34 and, or 37 and 40, and then Cyan Blood and uh, Cho Super Dragon Soul. They were both using the same episode. So, I mean... 
that's a first as far as I know of having an episode have two separate insert songs in it. <laughs> I know. I'd actually have to go back and check the original Dragon Ball to see if they did that. Because the original Dragon Ball, honestly, did have a lot of insert songs. Yes. And some of them were used multiple times. I mean, Dragon Ball Densetsu was used in multiple episodes and a movie. Yeah. And it's not like we don't have precedent for this. And Mezuse Tenkaichi, that was right, right. used like four times. and Yeah, so Dragon Ball had quite a few, but they were still separated like 20 episodes. And Z... Or every, every Tenkaichi Budokai we get... Uh, I mean, like you mentioned, Z had an insert song in episode 20, and it wasn't until episode 120 that we even got another one. So, I mean, they really flew through the series without anything. So, I have a feeling that a lot of this is marketing and... They're, they're really pushing it. I'm sure we'll get even more. I mean, looking down the list here going, yep, those are going to get used. When's Dende going to start singing? Well, and the I'll, I'll kind of transition here for you. Uh, sure. Eye Catches has yeah, been yeah. one big thing. If, if you think there are a lot of insert songs in Kai, there are a lot of Eye Catches. I know. I've fallen behind on catching up with them and you know putting them in the tidbit. It just got a little ridiculous. Uh, so far, there are 11. Wow. So, yes, they change about every four or five episodes. Some of them are only used for three episodes. Nice. It's like, they're, they're getting their money's worth, I guess. Since they're not animating anything else. <laughs> Personal feelings? No, I would never. All right, so let's move away from talking about the show as a broadcast entity for a little bit, and we'll quickly cover the home release, because we still have to get to the meat of the topic, which is Funimation's announcement. As a brief overview of the home release in Japan, it was announced that it would be coming out on DVD and Blu-ray, and here's the fun part. Yeah, the TV broadcast was in 16 by 9 widescreen. The DVD release would mirror that. It would be 16 by 9 widescreen. Of course, due to the limitations of standard DVD, that would be in standard definition, but that's to be expected. Correct. The Blu-ray release, however, would be, of course, in high definition, but full frame 4x3, confirming that the show is indeed being produced in 4x3. There's a lot of discussions to be had there, but that's how it is. But it doesn't stop just with the aspect ratio differences. The show started with a single disc on DVD and a single disc on Blu-ray. Alright, we can follow that. DVD is kind of simple too. It will only be single disc DVD releases. About one per month. Go over to Blu-ray, though. It's going to be Blu-ray sets only. Now, do the sets contain... I think they're four four or five discs. They're four discs with three episodes apiece. Okay, so the Blu-ray sets are coming out once a quarter. Now, during that quarter, the individual DVDs come out. And then when the DVDs catch up to where the Blu-ray set contains this massive episodes, the next Blu-ray set comes out, and then the next single disc DVD comes out. Correct. It's... I, I don't know how else to describe it other than it mirrors some kind of crazy North American release where we can't make sense of it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they they did a hack job. I'll give them that. <laughs> that is Kai in a nutshell in Japan. We've right. been living and breathing this now. It's been a full year since we first heard about it. I think there is one thing we do need to address because I have seen this across the internet on All right. many, many what message boards. I've seen the question, wait a second, I thought Kai was supposed to be in widescreen. Mm, And the thing is, is Kai, we're not sure if it was originally supposed to be in widescreen or not, but it was remastered in full screen in 4.3. And that makes sense. They're using Z as the basis. Z is 4x3. Right. I mean, that's it. The thing is, is 
that in Japan in 2003, the Ministry of Internal Affairs and Communication announced that they're, they were making a digital, well, they're making a push for a transition to digital television. I mean, we had that here too, just many, many years later. However, they stipulated that any show as of 2009, in order for it to even be broadcast, analog or digital, would have to be letterboxed or presented in a full 16 by 9 wide screen. So we're not sure which was intended, but by the time Kai started airing in the April of 2009, they had to do it in widescreen, whether they had remastered it in full or not. So there's kind of the debate of which did they want to do, and I kind of have a feeling they wanted to do it in full screen because that's why they're releasing the Blu-rays in full screen. Because they went to all the trouble to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then they probably are also catering to the people that want it in widescreen, but they decided to do that for the DVD release. And that's where it gets really screwy, and we have no idea what's going on. Right. I mean, there is a contingency of people who are like, I have this TV. Why doesn't the picture take up my full TV? Right. We had it back on old 4x3 TVs where people would rent VHSs that had a letterbox presentation. Why are there black bars? Now the bars are just in a different position on the TV. Right. And we've always stuck with the position that just because it's in high definition does not mean it has to be in widescreen. The two don't go hand in hand. Right. I mean, you look at some of the Disney releases, right? now, I think they offer some things that'll fill up the space. Right. But the old movies that are done 4 by 3 they're released 4 by 3 because that's just what it is. I always yes. describe it as, it's the state of being thing. It is. It just is 4 by 3 Yep. So anyway, that that is one thing that I think a lot of people should at least be aware of, is the fact that, yes, it is 16 by 9 widescreen for the television broadcasts, but that's by no means what it should be, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So anyway, it's been licensed. The big news of the week. See, what I like to do every quarter is, because I clearly have nothing better to do at work. You are a better man than I, (laughs) because I don't think I can sit through that. Well, it was the driest conference call yet. I like to pop in on the earnings conference call every quarter for Navarre, who is the parent company of Funimation. I believe there was an agreement to purchase them in 2005. What makes Funimation so different from most of the other domestic anime companies as of that purchase was that they're part of a public company. Yes. This public company has to announce their earnings for their shareholders and make these forward-looking statements about this is what we plan to do and here's what's going on right now and it affects stock prices and stuff. So while Funimation doesn't have to give every single last detail about their finances, in some ways we do learn it through Navarre, who owns them. So since this kind of took place and they became absorbed in there, I like sitting in on the conference calls. Sometimes we learn interesting things, like we got that tidbit uh, a couple quarters ago about Funimation extending their license on the franchise for five years, and we got a confirmation on what those years were, when it began, that kind of stuff. That can be fun. This quarter... I'm sitting there going, oh my God, there is nothing. Profits are down. This is so dry. I'm just going to do some actual work while I listen to this. Because, you know, that's what I should be doing at work is actual work. And I would like to go on record as saying, I do lots of work at work. So don't think I'm just sitting there typing away on Daisenshu EX. Sometimes I do productive things. That's good to know. Just saying. Just saying. So I'm playing away in Photoshop doing real work. And all of a sudden, I hear Funimation finalized a new Dragon Ball license agreement for Dragon Ball Kai. The first episodes of that property will be released by Funimation in the latter part of our upcoming fiscal year. 
Holy shit, I guess I got to update. Oh, what? Now, we'll say the rest of the call, dry as it was before this statement. Nothing of interest <laughs> whatsoever. You go read ANN's analysis of it right now, you're like, yep, nothing happened. But it perked your ears up. <laughs> so here we are. We are in, what month is this now? All right, we're in February of 2010. <laughs> it's the uh, quarter three fiscal year for Navarre. Because, uh, you know, corporate America, they make up their own years. And this <sighs> Those bastards. We're in February. So it's been a year since Kai began. Well, not quite. Not quite a year since it began in Japan. A year since we first learned about it. Funimation has just began releasing Dragon Box sets for DBZ. And now we have word of Kai. Keith, the first thing I have to ask you, and I've seen a lot of discussion on this. Yes. Do you think think Funimation had any clue that Chief Executive Officer Carrie Deacon was going to let this tidbit slip on the conference call? I think they had absolutely no idea. I, <laughs> That's what it seems to I me. I think they got a phone call that said, hey, did you hear what he said? And they're like, no. And then someone <laughs> shit their pants. I mean, yep. it, they their PR team scrambled to get anything done. Um, it, it was clear it was a script. Oh, man. It, just their blog post alone was, hey, well, good thing we have the logo done. And they <laughs> threw it up. And then they had uh, they opened the website, which I don't know if they had that ready to go or not. But the morning of that announcement, it wasn't up because I checked. And then right. throughout the day, it wasn't up. And then all of a sudden, the later part of the afternoon, boom, there it was. <laughs> Now, it is clear they have had this for a while. They have been working on it for a while. Yes. It seems to be clear that they weren't expecting that uh, February 2nd was going to be the day that they told Phantom. No. I think they were waiting for a good point that they could really announce it, maybe wait a little longer. I don't even know if they're originally shooting to start releases in May or not. It's just so, it's such a weird way to announce something like that. I'm sure they had some big, extravagant party planned. Now, the next convention is Katsukon which takes place from, uh, God, February 12th to 14th. That would have been the next semi-big convention for them to announce something at. Now, I don't know how much stuff gets announced at Katsukon, but that could have been an avenue. Though lately, they've been doing these things where they hold their own kind of Funimation press conference convention thingy, just streaming video online. Yes. So for Dragon Ball, I I don't know. We had a situation the last year where their season releases of Dragon Ball, which contained 1 through 13 for the first time, that was spoiled by Walmart, and that was clearly intended to be a big announcement for Anime Expo. Basically said as much on Twitter, where they're like, at Anime Expo, we're going to tell you about something you already know about. All right, clearly that was intended for that. And then we had Otakon, where the big announcement for them with Dragon Ball was the Dragon Box sets. So it seems like they hold on to Dragon Ball announcements, at least these days, for a bigger announcement. This was shit. Our parent company said something, and Mike wrote about it, and now ANN's writing about it. Now Anime on DVD is writing about it. We better throw something up. And I was too lazy. <laughs> I gotta say, I want your comment about we know we'll update eventually. <laughs> well, I kept getting Being emails alone. and stuff like, oh, "Are you not aware of this?" And do you know? Yes, it's like I'm, I'm very internet. much aware. The second you posted it, I saw it, and I was like, "Yeah." I'll get to it. <laughs> All right, so we're over to really the only discussion we can have right now, and this is kind of where I, I want to 
I want to take it with you and I, because there's going to be some other people talking on the show with me. Funimation, apparently, as seen by the logo and their web address for it, they're calling it Dragon Ball Z Kai. Now, it's Dragon Ball Kai in Japan. It's based on DBZ, but it's simply Dragon Ball Kai. Funimation's bringing it over as Dragon Ball Z Kai. Keith, I think you and I differ greatly in how we feel about this, so I'm going to give you the floor. Okay. Well, first off, I think we should address that we completely understand why they did this. Um, oh, yeah. It, it is just a move on their part to make sure that everyone understands what the show is without having to really come out and you know write it, make people read about it, research. You can just look at it and figure out what it is. And after that, I get to the point where, why? Why did we have to do this? Um, it's just, I understand why they did it, but I don't like it. It's just more of a personal opinion than anything. You're allowed to have that fanboy slant to you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I so, give you permission. It, it's, for me, more of a, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing. I mean, it's just, that's the name of the series. Why can't you just use the name of the series? And nowadays, I mean, we have the internet, and I would think that anything on a shelf in a mortar store, if it just says Dragon Ball on it, I'm sure someone's going to look at it or pick it up if they know what Dragon Ball is. So at the same point that I understand why they did it, I just don't like it. Because to me, and this may well be just because I follow the series so much, I do weekly updates and things like that, and I follow the series weekly, that to me it is just Dragon Ball Kai. That's what it is. And there's, there's been a big standpoint from some people, and I understand where they're coming from, where they don't really consider it a entire new series upon itself. But at the same point, I think it kind of is in a way. And to me, the Dragon Ball is more based off of the manga being called simply Dragon Ball. And they were trying to head back towards Toriyama's manga to try to be closer to that. But at the same point, then it gets really confusing of, well, then why did they start with the Z footage, you know, why they skip up that far, and you just start throwing things back and forth. I can understand where both sides are coming from, and I think both sides are right, and I think both sides are wrong. Well, all right, you mentioned what my biggest issue with the title of the show in Japan is. It's called Dragon Ball Kai. Right. It's it's a TV version, clearly, because they're not starting with the original, you know, Chibi Goku, starting with Bulma and everything. Therefore, to me, and being based on existing animation for something that is called Dragon Ball Z, I thought the name Dragon Ball Kai was... Maybe not inappropriate, but misleading, because it's not Dragon Ball Kai. Right. It's DBZ, and I, I'm with you on this. It's treated as its own entity because it gets its own music, as its own release separate from the individual DBZ discs. These things coexist, so it is its own separate product. I was never fully on board with just calling it Dragon Ball Kai, because the Kai means refreshed. Well, refresh Dragon Ball? Right. Oh, okay, well, refresh manga? Well, not really, because we're starting so far into it. See, and and that's the other thing I kind of, uh, part of it that I wanted to, to get across was just, you know, Kai itself is a revisioning, a refreshing. I think maybe Funimation would have been better off going with like a Dragon Ball Z. Um, I see. And then I don't even know where you can go with that because they can't really use remastered because they've used that before, but they kind of need to use Z because Z sells but they have to use Kai more than anything else. Right, but they have to use Kai because people already know the series as Kai. So they were 
I think they had really sunk their own ship at that point of, well, what the hell are we going to call this thing? Because, well, Tori knows this, but we've already abused this name before, and we've already used this name, so what the hell do we do? And they just kind of mashed them all together. Well, it's not like they're going to call it definitive, and if they do, <laughs> they have a couple people to answer to. I will give them a personal phone call. <laughs> this is really where we are right now. We have a not-so-much announcement. We have... More of an acknowledgement than an announcement with details to come. We know maybe that we're getting some home releases in May. Which is another thing. I mean, Funimation, Walmart kind of stuck it to them again. I mean, they didn't even get to announce the thing. And then they're like, okay, we'll say it's coming this spring. And Walmart's like, ha, we'll one-up you. It's actually coming in May. And Funimation's got to be like, oh, what the hell, guys? Not just that. It's coming May 18th, and the price points are $49.98 and $54.98. Yeah. I mean, specifically. It's it's just insane. We went from having absolutely nothing, and then in one day, we just this pile of news just got dropped. More than we know what to do with. Yeah. All right, I am going to end it here, because you and I put us together. We'll talk about Dragon Ball for far too long. I have other people I want to talk to about this, because you've had your say on Kai. I've had my say on Kai. We, we, sometimes we watch it. We, we like Dragon Ball. Great. Who the fuck cares what we think anymore? Let's pull some other people into the mix. So I'm getting rid of you, Heath, because you're not a dub fan. You can buy Japanese stuff, same as me. Yeah. And you love both the manga and the TV version. That I do. So forget about you. Let's get some different opinions. But I will say, Heath, I know it can always count on you. Some big news. You and I will talk for over half an hour about it. So yes. Anytime. It is my pleasure. The next time something major happens, I expect a phone call. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. We'll talk to you. Uh, who knows? We'll get some more news next week. Who knows? Sure we'll oh, I'm sure. Taking it over to the second segment of our multi-part topic for the week. You know, we have Kai that's running closer to the original manga. We've had those descriptions, the more speedily to Toriyama's original cut. And we can see from the edits that they've been doing, Kai is closer to the manga. With the TV version having so much stuff added, and that's regardless of whether you like it or not, we figured it'd be interesting to check in on someone who's more a fan of the manga than the TV version. So coming back to us, uh, returning guest, you joined me to talk about Attack of the Science on DS a little bit ago. Ken Damu, I'm just going to call you Josh. How the hell are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. How's the martial arts treating you? Uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, I'm a little sick right now, so I couldn't train tonight, but I was able to take a lot of notes so I can get back to it this weekend. Excellent, excellent. Now, you and your opinions on Kai, very, very much different from the rest of us. You've described yourself, I've heard you say, you're a manga fanboy, right? Yes. You've been checking out Kai. You know it's ins and outs. Right, right. As a fan of the manga, though, what are you looking for from Funimation in terms of a domestic release? I mean, I know you're aware of the Japanese release, of the Blu-rays, and I think I saw you say something recently where it's, oh, great, now I can not buy the Japanese release, I can get the domestic release. So just a brief overview, we'll get to more specifics like pricing and stuff. Just off the top of your head, all right, it's licensed, what do you want? Well, uh... First off, you know, just the default stuff, Japanese version, correct subtitles, you know, uh, decent episode count. But uh, largely I'm looking for, uh, with the dub, even though I'm not likely to watch it all that much, a more accurate script. That way, when I get online, I talk with somebody, it doesn't matter 
what version you watch, we can still talk about the same thing. That's a really interesting perspective. I know we're going to talk uh, with someone who's really looking forward to the dub version of it, but it, it sounds to me like you're saying, I'm going to watch it in Japanese, but the dub version affects me. And I love this. It's not so much about enjoying the dub. It's about connecting with other fans and just being able to talk about the same thing. Right, exactly. Like today uh, I was on the forum and there was something about Cooler and resenting Frieza and stuff like that. And there was uh, a bit of a contention going on uh, having to clear things up because there was some line changes between the dub and the Japanese version. And not having those line changes there in a more accurate dubbing would be stupendous. And we wouldn't have to get into those kind of little uh, clearing thing up, you know, moments. Right. And you know, it's interesting in our form, we, we make it a point to say, look, uh, the focus is on the original Japanese version. This is the global version. But as an English-speaking forum, of course that stuff's going to trickle over. And uh, there are hilarious conversations where someone just doesn't know what the other person's talking about because it's never been established which version they're talking about. So we can eliminate that, right? Right, exactly. That's the big thing. I mean, uh, I mean, you asked me because, like, as a manga fanboy, but Kai's going to still be Kai, you know, whether right, I right. get it in Japanese or English. And so, you know, that's more asking me the my, my view of the show as a whole. But, yeah, it'll be really nice the whole not having to differentiate, oh, this is the dub version, oh, this is the Japanese version. No, it's just Dragon Ball Kai. Nice, nice. Well, you basically said you're going to watch it in Japanese, so I guess your preference on a language track is really going to boil down to, all right, do you want it like the Dragon Box where it defaults to Japanese, or what do you think is going to happen? What do you want there? Um, well, they're already, uh, Funimation's already, uh, you know, given us... Uh, are defaulting to Japanese version discs with the Dragon Box. And there are plenty of people who, you know, just looking at YouTube comments and when I venture onto other forums sometimes, you know, a lot of the people who bought the Orange Bricks who are skipping out on the Dragon Box are excited about Kai. So I'm guessing they're going to do the normal anime thing and go, okay, we're going to put it in English, and if you want to watch it in Japanese, you can switch to that. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I mean, that's not to say that the Dragon Box wasn't a mainstream release, because it's in Best Buy. I mean, it's in stores, but that was so differently marketed and from the get-go. Kai will be more of the, yep, we're Funimation, yep, we're Dragon Ball, yep, it starts in English. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm hoping at the very least, you know, with the more accurate script. I mean, it sounds like they're going to do the whole, yeah, we're respecting both sides of the fan base, sort of thing. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna pander to the lowest common denominator. But at the same time, you know, their anime releases in general, I mean, or even just foreign movies in general, it seems when they have a dub, it defaults to that. I, I'd say let's talk about music, but. I think we're finally in an interesting place with the series where, all right, it's not Z, it's Kai, but for all intents and purposes, it is Z. I think Z is finally going to get just one music track. So is there anything to talk about there? I like that idea. I like the fact that there isn't, you know, going to be this alternate track or anything like that, uh, because, you know, it means it'd be treated more like any other anime out there. You know, it, they, most other anime. Plus, also, didn't Funimation originally change it because they thought that the music sounded too dated in the first place when they changed Z? There's a lot of weird quotes out there. I mean, depending on if it's coming from Fukunaga or for Watson and what year it is and if they're talking to an anime fan or if they're talking to mainstream press. I mean, you get different answers out of everyone. So I don't think we're ever going to really know what the decision process was. I mean, Watson's not even there anymore and he was really the catalyst for so many changes so yeah i mean the music is new it's in stereo and the default thing to do is just keep it as is uh, i guess yeah. that's it right 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard of any uh, English-speaking fans who, I mean, besides the people who just don't like Kai's music in general, like people who like Kai and like a lot of the things about it, I've never heard anyone go, oh, man, the Japanese music sucks and Kai because such and such, and we need some synth rock and I am Piccolo or however you said it, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think because it sounds new and i guess just because it's in stereo and it can at least be faked as being recent that there's really no conversation to be had it's a new entity and it has new music already so there's not much to do right exactly all right let me ask you then walmart has leaked i suppose you could say uh listings for dvd and blu-ray releases and i'm pretty sure amazon uh caught up and put up listings for them today yeah, it sounds like msrp for dvd is going to be 49.98 blu-ray is going to be 54.98 of course, there's no word on episode count right now. And you were saying, oh, I can buy the domestic release. I don't have to get the Japanese release. Of course, Japanese releases are prohibitively expensive. I've actually been holding off on getting that first Kai Japanese Blu-ray box set with the next four volumes going, uh, I know it's going to get licensed sometime soon and be a hell of a lot cheaper. Get it over here, get it subbed. Is that really what's you know tying in with your decision is holding out for that domestic release? Now we have it. We have a price. What do you want to get for your money there? Um, well, when I, uh, like at one point Funimation also distributed the, uh, DVDs for the newer Ninja Turtles cartoon. Oh, in okay. Which yeah. They went back at one point before, uh, everything switched hands with the license and all that stuff. And they were putting out season sets essentially okay. because it's a, because when they first put the disc out in 03, you know, it was still the three to five episodes sort of thing. Yeah. I've heard some fiasco. It's actually prevented me from looking into it just because it's so confusing. Right. And, and they started, they never got past, uh, the second season because of the license change and everything. But the way it worked out was they, they did season one, part one, season one, part two, season two, part one, season two, part two. And it was broken down pretty much in half. Okay. So, you know, for something as short as Kai's, you know, Cyan arc, I'm guessing with this whole part one thing that we're going to get, you know, about eight episodes. That makes sense. I didn't even think of it that way because it is listed as season one, part one on the Walmart site. You think about it, the arc kind of ends episode 16, 17. Well, if that's season one, yeah, you break that in half. You're not talking about a whole hell of a lot of episodes. Yeah, you're, tar you're talking about eight episodes. And, you know, if they split it in half like that, it's a, it's a really interesting breakoff point i mean it's right before the battle starts you know yeah it, it's that it's that point of tension where it's like oh no they've gotten here but you know nothing really big's happened yet i think like i think yamcha dies in episode nine or something so or, so yeah it's it's a really interesting breakoff point if they're going to do it in season halves which you know that'll be kind of hard to do with the frieza stuff i mean right it's still really long but, you know, that's that was my theory, and I was looking at episode count to, you know, eight episodes for 30-something, 40-something dollars compared to however many episodes was on a Blu-ray box for how much yen that was and going, oh, cool, it's still really cheap. Right. Yeah, I guess when you compare it, especially to the Japanese release, I mean, anything we're going to get is going to be cheaper than that. So you can always look at it as a deal from that perspective. Yeah, less than, well, going by Walmart's price and Amazon Japan's price, it's... Less than half as much per episode if you use Google to 
translate, you know, to convert currency. Right. I mean, that's kind of standard over here. And I I think that's really going to benefit a lot of fans. If we're looking at these Japanese releases going up, it'd be great to buy them, but we're talking 150 bucks for a handful of episodes. Yeah, exactly. That's really what held me back. Like at one point I was able, I was like, I was planning and able to get them, but you know, things happen, life happens. And yep, yep. So, you know, now I'm happy that they've actually announced it and I'm not going to have to wait like another year and a half before they even, <laughs> exactly. you know. Right. I think a lot of us were expecting, all right, well, they're only into Frieza now. If they license it now, when are they going to put it out? And will they catch up with the Japanese numberings? I mean, I've been saying that I think the Japanese home release started too early. I think there should have been another episode per disc at least. So it's going to be interesting to follow Funimation's home release and see how they catch up to the Japanese broadcast because it is weekly. Right, it is. And... I'm not exactly sure how often they're going to release them. You know, that's something that's that actually true. didn't enter my mind is how often they're going to release these discs. But I don't think that they're going to catch up. I mean, they've, I think, you know, a year, it's been around, it'll be around like a year since, you know, exactly. a year difference, right? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, if they, uh, if they don't release them too often, you know, plus that'll also, for some of us who have already started collecting the Dragon Box, you know, we can, you know, when they're not releasing Kai, if we want to get both, we're not going to be hard pressed, you know, having Funimation break our bank every couple of months. Well, let me ask you about that because you're, you're picking up the Dragon Boxes too. How do you feel about double dipping on this stuff? Um, well, I find Z and Kai to be two different shows. I mean, I know that, you know, they use a lot of the same footage and everything, but it's a completely different experience to me. Right. You know, it's like watching the dub of Z with the, U.S. broadcast music compared to, you know, the Japanese original version of Z. You know, it's two different experiences. A volume of the Dragon Box and a volume of Kai come out at the same time, and they're roughly the same price. I'm going to get the Kai DVDs first, or the Kai Blu-rays first, and I'm not going to completely stop collecting the Dragon Box, but as I like Kai and I like the manga better, you know, generally when it comes to you know, generally, Kai is going to take a higher priority. Okay. Well, I guess that covers the domestic release. So let me just get your general thoughts on Kai right now. We're up, we're well into the Frieza arc. I'm not sure how much you've been keeping up with it. And coming from that manga perspective, do you think it's doing good enough of a job that it's, uh, I mean, you sound like you're really interested in picking it up. So I guess it is doing a good enough job, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I agree, especially on those first few episodes of Kai how they seem to go through a bit too fast. But after that, and it may have had to do with that uh, with that switch and what was it, the producer or the director? Uh, there was a director and uh, there, were, there were two changes in there, yeah. Okay, well, it, it may have something to do with that or it may have something to do with the fact that there was more filler material after I the I think first... it was the editor was one of them, which makes sense. Okay, yeah, that does make sense. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to edit out of the Raditz stuff in the first place, you right, know, which right. made it seem to go too fast. But after the Raditz stuff where... It started to pick up steam in the sense it knew, you know, what kind of pace it was going to be using throughout the show. And since then, you know, I've been able to, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed it a lot. You know, I, I've really enjoyed the pacing. You know, I like the music. Uh, I like just about everything about it. I mean, yeah, sometimes it is kind of jarring to go back and forth between new animation and old animation. And some, you know, I know all the flaws are there. I'm not going to pretend they're not, but they don't, they just don't bother me that much. It, the good outweighs the bad in this case by a lot. All right. So will we get the uh, official seal of approval from Kendamu on Funimation licensing Kai? Oh, yeah, definitely. 
uh, double seal. Nice. All right. Well, thank you very much. It's great to go from Heath and I just talking our normal talk to getting someone else's opinions. And we're going to transition again. But, you know, before I'm out of here, talking with Gozar. Josh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem. So far, we've spoken with Heath, who's basically a mirror of me in terms of fandom. You know, we're talking original Japanese, the manga, and the TV version, all of its extensions, etc. Now, we just got done speaking with Josh, who's a manga fan with a preference in the Japanese voice cast and score. Now, we don't typically talk about Funimation's English dub here on the show, because... Honestly, it's just not anything we have much of an interest in, and it hasn't really been relevant to us since probably about 2000 with the bilingual and uncut DVDs. So, for someone who's a fan of that voice cast, and maybe primarily so, we want to know what they're looking for, because we're talking about the domestic release of Kai at this point. So, what better way to have this discussion than to talk with someone else named Mike? Hey, guys. Mike, I think people online probably know you as Gozar, right? Yep, that's right. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, tell me a little bit about your fandom, because I had a lot of people come back to me like, oh, I want to talk about the dub. I can talk about this, this, and this. So who, who the hell are you, and what are you doing watching the dub? What's up? Well, um, I became I became a fan of Dragon Ball. I'm more of a late bloomer. I became a fan back in 2002. Okay. Got, in, got into it through the dub on Cartoon Network. It wasn't until 2005 that I actually became... A, more or less aware of what the original story was when I started reading the manga. So, okay. you know, I, I was, you know, exposed to the dub first, like quite a good deal of the American fans. And then I, I would be on message boards a lot and get flamed a lot. You know, it would be a lot, a lot of debates. And, you know, looking back on them, I really sounded completely stupid knowing only the dub. You know what? We, we all do. You go back and look at the stuff I wrote 12 years ago. I mean, let's not even go there. It's like, oh, Kid Boo's the strongest form of Boo because the elder Kaio said it, you know? Right. It's kind of embarrassing when I look back and think of the things that I've said. But so, you know, I got involved with reading the manga and started watching in Japanese some and, you know, familiarized myself with the original version. Right. And time went by. I just, you know, I, I learned. I just, I, I realized the, the faults in the version that I was watching. Okay. So, you know, the manga storyline, you know, I, that became... That became my version. That became how I perceived the storyline, the way the manga tells it, All right. the original version. And the music, that, that also just you know got, got replaced in my mind. The Japanese music became my preferred music, especially because the Faulkner track never shuts the hell up. <laughs> but um, We're going to get to that. No worries. But one thing that's never changed in my fandom through all the years and all the changes that I've gone through is my preference to the Funimation voice cast. Okay. So, you know, that's pretty much why I'm here, because I'm a fan of that voice cast. Right. And you, you, you've explained it exactly as, you know, what I'm trying to get is, I'm, I'm aware of all this other stuff. You know, I, I know this, there's the manga, there's the TV version, there's the Japanese version, there's this script, there's all these different aspects. But you're still true to the voice cast that, you know, you were first introduced with and you have the most familiarity with. So I, I have to ask, as someone from that perspective, which is not one that we very often get on this show, it's just not us and it's not our target audience, but we're talking about a domestic high release. Someone like you, what do you want out of a domestic release of Kai? And more specifically, what do you want out of a new dub of Kai? Because it's going to be a new dub. Well, first of all, what I'm looking for is an accurate script. I don't want to be watching the dub and be watching with someone that's never, you know, not familiar with Dragon Ball. I don't, I don't want to have to be pointing out the inconsistencies in the storyline. I don't want to come to where Goku's letting Vegeta go, and I and I have to point out the fact that Goku's not really saying, "Oh, he's he could change, and he he could potentially have a good heart like Piccolo." 
I hate having to point out the bullshit. Okay. You know, this is really fascinating to me because we just got done talking with Josh and you know, he's coming from the Japanese perspective. He said the exact same thing where it's, we, we got to stop having these, I don't know, these conversations where someone has to point out to the other, well, actually, this is what's being said. If we can just have a consistent script, then those conversations cease to exist. Well, exactly. The, the script has so many faults in Funimation with, with the Funimation script, but one of the other things I'm looking for is consistent acting. I was on the me- I was on the message board before, you know, been discussing the whole Kai thing. Oh, I got we're up to like 15 pages now just for the license announcement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, someone, one of the members, I'm not going to name a name, but was complaining about Sean Shemmel's Goku, and you know, that's nothing new to me. Right. But one of the things he was complaining about was the fact that Shemmel. He says Shemmel comes off as a stereotypical superhero. And, well, what I replied to that was, well, yeah, Shemmel's voice does have that superhero feel when the Funimation script calls for it. That's not really his fault. Like, when the script script is accurate, then Shemmel is a great Goku. But then, you know, when you have that I'm the hope of the universe crap, then Shemmel hams it up like it's written in the script. That's not really his fault. Wow. So you're saying that the acting, I I mean, totally makes sense. The acting is really dependent upon the script that they're given to work with. Yeah. You know, people complain. Another thing, people complain that Sabbath's Vegeta is always so angry. Well, that's because the dub hams up the anger. Okay. You know, I, I don't blame the voice actors. It's the script and the directing. Okay, so it's just an accurate script that takes care of a good portion of that, you think? I really believe so. I mean, there there are some things that, you know, will never change. You know, even even as a dub fan and someone who enjoys, say, Linda Young's Frieza, I can still admit that it sounds like uh, Grandma Lizard. I can right. admit the faults in the version that I'm watching, even though I enjoy it. Right. You know, I have no problem admitting that Uze Nakao's uh, Frieza is the superior Frieza voice and the superior acting. But, you know, there are those things that will... That change no matter, uh, you know, no matter how well the script is. But I mean, I just I, I want it to be like when I'm playing the video games, when you have that accurate script, like in Burst Limit and Raging Blast. Mm-hmm. It, it's so enjoyable for me to play the video games and be able to hear the voice cast that I enjoy and have that accurate dialogue and not and not be sitting there playing the game. And then some ridiculous dub line comes up and I go, Ugh. Yeah, that's a really interesting viewpoint because a lot of people are like, oh, God, I, I know, you, you know, you're not big fans of the dub, but have you listened to the most recent video games? I mean, they're doing really good. And I honestly think we have an appropriate comeback where it's, that's great that they did that well in the video games. It doesn't change what the show actually no, is. I agree. The show is I the agree. show. I, I absolutely agree. I'm with you 100% where it's, you toss that good script over into the show. And again, I, I just said it. These conversations can cease to exist. We can... I think focus more on the content rather than how it's presented. Right. Another another thing I see people discussing since the licensing is they they should replace the the Funimation voice cast. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about this? Because it sounds like the majority of the cast, I mean, similar to Kai itself in Japan, is going to be the same. Maybe some minor adjustments here and there. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen versus what would you like to see happen? Well. Again, this is the cast that I love. I I don't want any changes. E- even the even the voices that I admit they're a fault in, like Sabbath's Surfer Yamcha and Linda Young's Freeze. I admit that there are problems with that voice, but it's it's still what I enjoy, and I wouldn't want to see it changed. Th- this this is what I pose to anyone who's saying they should change the voice cast. All right. Okay. I know that there are a ton of people out there who would who would love to see the Funimation voice cast replaced and have that and have an English dub that is more accurate voice wise to the Japanese version. You know, you and so many others would love that. But I ask, 
how many people out there who are fans of the Japanese version would suddenly see um, a, a dub with a different voice cast and suddenly say, oh, well, now I'm going to watch the dub instead of the Japanese version. That's not going to happen. No, that, that's totally a fair point. I mean, we are. DBZ is 20 years old at this exactly. point. I mean, sure, I didn't get into it in 1989. I get into it several years after that. But I do have that 15 years familiarity. I already have a cast that I know and love. Exactly. And there was an English dub that was produced for me. And you know what? That cast was taken away from me. And the cast who was replaced with, well, why should I have any interest in that? So what you're saying is totally accurate. The fan base there is for this current cast, which is Funimation's in-house cast, you take that away from their fan base, it's almost like a similar situation to what we had going from 1998 to 1999. I mean, the rug was swept out from underneath everyone. Right. It's it's not really fair. I mean, I understand that there are so many people who love the Japanese, ver- Japanese version that would be happy to see the Funimation cast go. But in the end, you're still going to be watching the Japanese. So it's not really fair to right, we're not gonna watch the it. people like me who enjoy right. that cast. It's, it's like if, if when Kai came out, if you were to turn on Kai and all of a sudden Horikawa was replaced and, and you, you hear something like Sabbath's Vigilia, all of a sudden you hear, Kakuroto-kasama! You, you'd, be, you'd be completely turned off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'll be honest, they're not major characters, but as we head through the Frieza arc, I'm going, well, that's not the voice I know. Well, that's not the voice I know. Exactly, and those are, like you said, those are minor characters. Imagine how you would feel if Vegeta or Goku were replaced. Right, right, and, you know, unfortunately, we are eventually going to hit that point. We yeah. just lost Daisuke Gori. I know. I cannot picture another voice coming out of Mr. Satan. I mean, I, I, I just can't. It's a perfect point, though. I mean, our voices are being taken away from us, and you've heard me say endlessly, I'm, I just have less and less interest in Kai as an entity. You know, you've taken away the music that I know, you've taken away, directly and indirectly, the voices that I know. Guys like Tension Hunt, too, I mean, that... Right, well, I mean, some of them that, you know, they passed away in the meantime, between GT and now, eh, you kind of have to deal with it. But it's, yeah, what's left of the Dragon Ball that I know and love? Yeah, so that's how I would feel if, if, you know, my voice cast was replaced. If all of a sudden there was this new English voice cast, then I wouldn't care about the dub. I'd, wa- I'd just watch it in Japanese because the Japanese cast is already a cast that I know and love. So what we need to do to convert everyone... <laughs> is screw us over with the dub. All right, all right. I'm on to you. You're giving me too many good suggestions here. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm being serious. I, I, should, I should clarify that. I'm not someone who dislikes the Japanese cast. I love the Japanese cast. Oh, no, no. I got you. I can, I can tell that from the way you're describing everything. No, I, I, I love the Japanese cast. I just prefer the English cast. So if, if there was a new English cast, I'd say, well, screw that dub. I'm going to watch it with the, with the cast that I already know and love. <laughs> right. So you kind of have two you can choose from. You're, exactly. you're, in, a, you're in a fun situation there. <laughs> Let me ask you. We're over you know, talking about script, talking about voices, talking about Funimation dub. There's always the question of music. We were talking about this with Josh earlier. We're at a point with modern Funimation. You know, Watson has not been there for years. There's a very, very, very good 99% chance we are going to have Kenji Yamamoto's score in the English dub of Kai. So what are your thoughts coming from, all right, I watch it with the Faulkner score, I watch it with the Kikuchi score, well, we have Kai now with the Yamamoto score. I don't even know what the question is. I'm just going to let you rant for a little bit. How are you feeling about music and Kai and maybe how it applies to the English dub? Well, well actually, I'm going to say, I know I'm in the minority here, but I really enjoy the Kai soundtrack. 
Well, what about this new soundtrack? Is doing it for you? I th- I think that there are some there, there are hints of the Kikuchi score in there. Oh yeah, I'm with you. I, on I that. can feel it, like especially with like, when they play the Dragon Soul instrumental. Yeah, I, I can I can kind of feel it. When actually, when Dragon Soul first played and I heard in the opening, it felt so Dragon Ball to me. Not so much Yeah Break Care Break, but Dragon Soul, very Dragon Ball esque song to me. But um, I I like the Kai score because it is a more modern feel, and th- that's what Kai is. It is trying to modernize it a little bit, bring it into the new generation. Well, let me stop you right there, because I have always, always had a problem with Funimation dolling up the series like a cheap whore. You know, we talk about the orange bricks, and the are we treating this as a new series? Are we treating it with respect as an old series? Finally, we get to the Dragon Box, where it's, all right, I, I guess now we have to treat it as old. And here we are with the Japanese doing the same thing to it. Maybe that's affecting my perception of it. So, what, what's your take on that? Is Kai dolling it up like a cheap whore the same way Funimation has done it, or is it different somehow? I I think it's different because it's a separate product. Okay. With, with Funimation's dub, Dragon Ball Z was the series, and they were trying to, quote-unquote, enhance it and make it better. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way the series was intended to be seen, but Kai is a completely separate product. It's a separate product meant to modernize it a little bit more. You know, higher quality visuals, higher quality audio, being well, on DVD and TV being presented in 16 by 9. Right. It's a separate product. I don't see the problem with trying to modernize it. It's different between what Funimation was doing. Funimation was just kind of, I don't know, half-assing their way through a lot of things. I mean, okay, okay. Um, I know I know. Kai could have been so much better and is kind of half-assed. <laughs> I, right, right. Maybe that wasn't so smart of me to say, but <laughs> again, it is a separate product. The Japanese have, have Dragon Ball Z in the way that it was originally intended to be seen. Now we're getting this more cut-down version, close, still some filler, but closer to the manga. Right, that's a great point, and it's another point that's brought up by everyone who's discussing it, where it's Japanese side of things, they have their R2 singles that coexist with Kai. Over here in America, you know what? We got the same thing right now. We have Dragon Boxes that are going to coexist with Kai. You know, but I'm going with with music. When I start buying the Orange Bricks, like people, you know, like my sister, who you know, not an anime fan, just teenage girl. She she would look at me like, why why are you rebuying the series if if you're complaining about the fact that it's in widescreen and the remaster doesn't look good? <laughs> I'm like, well, but I want to listen to the voice cast I love with the original Japanese music. Right. So you know, I bought I bought I bought all the season sets. I'm buying the Dragon Boxes now. You know, I I enjoy I enjoy Faulkner's music for what it is. It has sentimental value to me. I'll still turn on the Faulkner track from time to time and be like, oh yeah, you know, old time. Is reminisce, but for the most part, I prefer the Japanese track, and I really enjoy Kai's score because it is more mo- like I said, it is more modern. But I still feel <laughs> the Kikuchi score in there. I-, I enjoy I enjoy the Kai score. You know, I, I hear people say it's repetitive. I, again, I know I'm in the minority here, but I enjoy repetition with with music. I enjoy hearing a track that I know and love come up. And that's just the way I've always been. Maybe it's from being a Faulkner fan and having those theme songs like Perfect Cell Steam come up. But but when I hear a track that I um, know and love come up, it, it, it like gets me excited. Like say um uh, I don't even believe it has a name. The very famed Dun 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 theme. Right, right. Yep. I mean, I I know Kai's soundtrack is repetitive, but I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing those tracks come up and. Funimation's not gonna they're not gonna switch up the track. No, I, I think it's pretty This isn't nineteen ninety nine anymore. Right. Alright, well let me close it out with you with one last question. And that is, alright, you got the orange bricks. You're working on the Dragon Box sets. Now we got Kai. How do you feel about double, if not triple dipping on the series? <laughs> well, so simply put, 
I'm Funimation's bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you know what? You're self-aware enough to admit it. That's a good thing. <laughs> I'm their bitch. I'm I'm gonna buy what they put out. Uh, you know, I I bought the season sets and complained every time I bought one. I'm buying the, <laughs> I'm buying the Dragon Boxes and loving them, and I'm gonna buy Kai and. I'm going to hopefully pop it in and not be disappointed with the script. Though I do know one scene's going to come up. Even if the script is perfectly accurate, one scene I'm going to be watching. Please don't screw it up. Please don't screw it up. It's over 9,000. Damn it. <laughs> oh, why? What, what do you think? You think it's going to be eight, eight or nine? Make the call right here. What, what's it going to be? Wow. You know, I know I just made that joke, but... <sighs> Maybe I'm being optimistic, but I think if they're going to do this script right, they're going to go all the way. I'm going to say 8,000. All right. You heard it here. I'm going to make the same call. I'll spot check it. <laughs> uh, hopefully. Uh. Hopefully I'm not disappointed. <laughs> Well, Mike Gozar, thank you so much. You know, I can, I'm, I'm glad that I can count on a Funimation dub fan to come on here and just have a conversation. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Nah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to uh, toss out there before we get ready? Um, nothing that comes to mind. <laughs> All right. Mike Gozar, thank you so much for hopping on and talking with us about what you want as a dub fan from the domestic release of Kai. Thank you again for having me. Now we're back to uh, myself, Mike, Mary, and Julian. Julian, I'm going to start with you. You're in Japan right now. Kai has been yes. airing for a little under a year at this point. Does yes. the domestic licensing affect you in any way, and do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, not really, except that possibly when the wife and I go back to the U.S., she'll be able to watch it in English now, because she's been watching it every week in Japanese and has been bugging me about what happens next. I can't tell you. It will be a surprise. Well, that's what I was going to ask. you going to give her details? you going to hint at anything? Or... Does she speak English? Some. Okay. But she needs to speak more. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you're going to give her dub Dragon Ball as... Oh my god, she's going to speak like Funimation writers. <laughs> ah. We don't know. It's Mondo Nuts. That is Mondo Nuts. <laughs> she's going to say that, isn't she? Oh no. Mary. Bad idea. You're Mondo Nuts. You had some thoughts here and there. Maybe they've already been echoed through some of the other conversations. I mean, you only heard half of all three of the conversations. You were off, like, reading manga or doing something while I was recording. Right. So I think you have a vague idea of some of the stuff we talked about. But what are your general thoughts on this licensing announcement? Well, I'm excited that they're being very speedy about this, especially with how soon it's going to be coming out in May, we think, possibly, which is pretty awesome. I don't know what other properties of theirs, maybe other than FMA, that gets like the quick turnaround treatment. So it's really only those two shows, I think. In any event, I am definitely interested in seeing the dub. I know this may come to you as a shock, but I really want to see how it turns out with the new script and possibly new direction. And, you know, it's been over 10 years. So yeah. let's, I'm more than willing to give it another chance. I like good dubs and. I want Dragon Ball to be a good dub because it's my favorite show. Put me on the spot here. Because I'm putting you on the spot. There's all this, oh, Mark just hates dubs. God, that's so fucking untrue. I like a good dub just as much as the next person. It's only that your standards are way, way high. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're significantly higher than most people. I mean, a lot of dubs that people say, oh, these are so good. I'm watching and going, eh, really? Is that really the epitome of what great dubbing is? But yeah, I want a good dub of the show just as much as the next person. But like I was talking with Gozar, you know, I've had a cast for 15 years. If a new dub comes around and it's really great, 
great? Am I really going to sit and watch it? I'm not that attached to the ocean dub. I can let it go no, because not, that, those not, were fond memories I'm for me. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the Japanese cast. That's my cast for the show. Oh, they're the two separate entities for me, especially Kai, which is like a separate, separate entity from what I know. So I can easily detach myself from my past experiences with these things. You know, because we watched so little of Kai, we only watched the first arc. It is kind of a separate entity in that respect. So watching it dubbed, it could feel like a non-Dragon Ball C. I don't know how to explain it. It would be an entirely different thing. I don't know. I'm not excited. I don't know. Well, here's my thought process. Kai, as it is in Japan, doesn't excite me too much. No, not at all. But seeing it dubbed in English and possibly a good dub with a good script, that prospect excites me. So you it's like giving... You checking dubs of shows. I do. Come over, which is weird to me because you love Nami so much. You love Honey and Clover. And we'll get the discs in you'd be like, oh, let me watch it up for a little bit. I'm like, really? But- yeah, and then I don't watch it anymore because you're all like, oh, this isn't that great. And I'm like, <laughs> I like it. Sorry. But, but would you watch all of Nana dubbed? Yeah, because I've seen it all in Japanese three times. So if I want to watch it again, I'll watch it in English just to be different. See, that's fascinating to me, because I would never in a million years think like that. Figure if I've watched it several times, I want to have a different experience and then make an accurate comparison. Okay. I'm all about accuracy. What are your thoughts on the uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai? I do not like that. I know you don't care, but I think... And I totally get the reasoning behind it. Like, I get that having the Z attached to it is an instant moneymaker, and it helps clarify, you know, what what it is that's being refreshed. However... It's just a mouthful. It's not that it's a... I mean, it is just... You know, an extra syllable. But Dragon Ball Z Kai is just like, what is this? I don't understand. And clearly from what you've told me on the interwebs, people clearly don't understand no, what it is. No, people have no idea what Kai is. You go to some forums and like, oh, what is this? Is this a new show? I mean, even So even with the Z tacked onto it isn't helping. No, it's not. I don't know. Help. I guess I'm just a purist and I feel like the name should be the name. But marketing is marketing. So Heck, I work in a marketing department, so I know how that can be. You're a purist, but you want to watch it dubbed. I'm not saying I watch and love all dubs. <laughs> I, mean, I am I'm just. About Kai specifically. I'm, I've seen it in Japanese, so I want to give another language a different chance. Okay, that's fine. I'm a purist who has a lot of curiosities, but that doesn't <laughs> necessarily, you know, acts on them. Like Mary I'll spot check something. Bilingually curious. I am. Dub curious. I'm dub curious. I guess that's it for uh, the topic. You know, we had a bunch of people have their say, and I'm really looking forward to. You've had an offer extended for uh, someone from Funimation involved in the dub of Kai to come on and talk with us about it. I don't know exactly who it is going to be just yet and or when. I know originally back when the Dragon Box was first coming out, we were supposed to have someone from Funimation on. That just fell through with uh, some of the internal things they had going on over there. But now with this new product, um, I, I think they're taken off guard with the announcement of it, but they're uh, gearing up to start talking about it with fandom. So stay tuned. Uh, I'm looking forward to having that conversation because right now we have a title for the domestic release and maybe a release date, and that's it. And there's so much speculation going on right now. I mean, no one knows anything. So if we can get some information out of them and kind of pass it along, let people know what's going on. That would be great. So I guess with our long-winded Kai discussion, God, every time Kai comes up, we're like, we don't even like this. Why are we talking about this again? And here we go with three-hour-long episode, right? Talking about Kai? How do you feel about that, Mary? I feel dirty. Julian, how do you feel about that? Doesn't affect me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's take it over to releases. 
on February 11th, which is a Thursday, we have Dragon Ball DS2, Totsugeki Rindoribongun, or Charge, the Red Ribbon Army. It's a Japanese Nintendo DS release, believe it or not, and it's going for the slightly outrageous price of 5,229 yen, but you can get it for 4,221 if you pre-order at Amazon Japan, or 54.90 at Play Asia. Full price there. So, you, so you're picking it up day one, of course, right? Uh, we'll see. All right. Moving over to the 16th, we lose a release here because of the Viz Big delay. So what we got on the 16th, the Tuesday there, Dragon Box Z Volume 2, the American DBZ Dragon Box from Funimation. This is covering DBZ TV episodes 43 through 84. Four MSRP has dropped on that. I think the best price right now, let's double check it, is Right Stuff. Right Stuff gave me an internal error. So let's go over to Amazon and see what they're offering for. Uh, they got $44.99, but Right Stuff probably still has the lowest price. We'll give you links to all of those. Mary, why don't you get me here on uh, 19th? What are, you, what are you buying me? I am not buying you, but maybe you will out there. Dragon Ball Kai Blu-ray box set number two. This covers Kai episodes 16 through 27. This is the one with the 4x3 aspect ratio and high definition. For 15,960 yen MSRP, you can pre-order it on CD Japan for 15,200 yen or Amazon Japan at 11,698 yen. Also that day, more Dragon Ball Kai stuff. We've got the single disc volume 6 edition with three episodes, 16, 17, and 18. This is the one. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you. Those are three great numbers. Yeah, they are. That's, that's why I felt the need to say them individually. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to acknowledge all of them, all right. especially 17. So 16 by 9 aspect ratio cropped and in standard definition on this here disc. MSRP is 2,940 yen. Pre-order it on CD Japan for 2,800 yen or Amazon on Japan for Mike is scrolling at me. Oh, sorry. Or Amazon Japan for 2,176 yen. I kind of forgot for a minute that you were looking at the same screen that I was. Yes. I'm just scrolling along. Uh, Julian, take me over to February 24th. February 24th, Wednesday, you got the Dragon Ball Kai Korosan Pack CDs. You have three of them. One is Goku versus Vegeta. One is Goku versus Ginyu Tokusentai. And last is Goku versus Frieza. They're 1575 yen each. And CD Japan has them for 1500 yen pre-order. Each will include a picture book. And also on February 24th, Dragon Ball, Volu- I don't know, Volume 3. <laughs> it's the remastered edition from Spain. Saga del Ejército Red Ribbon, Segunda Parte. It's a Region 2 PAL, it's Dragon Ball TV episodes 49 to 68. Languages are Japanese, Castilian, Catalan, Basque, and Galician. The subtitles in Castilian Spanish. Uh, it's 49.95 in euros, and you can find it, at always, at sonadvd.com. We're actually going to wrap it up there. We had a full episode, and we had a little recording here. Julian's just getting up. We're uh, It's 9.30 at night. We're getting home to dinner, and we got snow coming, and exhausted, and maybe we'll go to New York tomorrow. I don't even know what's going on right now, Mary. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, I'm exhausted. It's Julian, crazy. Are you tired, or are you awake yet? I'm awake. I'm asleep, but right now. We're fading out, so we gotta wrap up the show. Yeah! We didn't do any emails this week. Oops. Be but, a little lazy. Well, to make you know up... what? We what? heard from three other people this episode. I think that counts as emails. Oh, 
okay if you want to play that game. But if people want to send us stuff and visit us places, tell me where they can do this. Well, you can email us at podcast at com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. You can find us on the website at com for all your Dragon Ball needs. And if you want to follow us on the Twitter, the accounts are DaiZX for the site at large and individually as Vegito EX, Saya Jedi, and Mary T.O.T. And finally, on Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash DaiZX. We've been stuck at 471 fans for I think about a week now. Let's get that at 500. Come on. I'm paying attention to it. We're having conversations. I got all the Yamcha Maybe exactly 519. <laughs> I know. There was the day I saw it hit 291 and I laughed to myself. I thought that was the most hilarious thing ever. Get me to 519. That's what I want. Forget 500, 519. That's the next magic number. I'd say let's do a contest to do it. Maybe we will. Maybe I'll uh, dig something out of the box in the dungeon room. We have so many prizes. That's true. Yay, shameless self-promotion. That's right. Uh, can I figure out who Who's the exact 519? I'll have to see if I can do that. Count backwards. If I can do that, we will give away something to uh, number 519 who uh, joins us there. Talk about stuff. We can be friends. It's fantastic. I hear kids use Facebook. Mike, do you have 500 friends on Facebook? Yes, I do. I have 500 friends. I know each and every single one of them. They're your best friends. They are They're your BFFs. That's right. I talk to them every day. I know all their names and their faces. And, and their home addresses and their social no security numbers. Are, but that's all right. Yeah, I know the social security <laughs> numbers. I am impersonating them. I have applied for several home loans under your names. So please join us on Facebook so I can commit federal crimes. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. It would be beneficial. All of us. You get to prizes. Me. I apply for cell phone contracts and buy houses. Exactly what we need to be doing right now. This whole show is just a cover. It is. This whole show is just a sham for me to do terrible things. Mary, next week on the show... Pyramid schemes and more. <laughs> I have no idea what we're doing. We're all thrown off with this Kai announcement. I would like to do a manga review of Awesomeness next Yeehaw! week. We're up to volume 33. Our notes are done. I gotta get the manga to Jeff and then make sure he's not sick. I think we're recording Low Fidelity in the next week or so. There's a Ooh, lot of that's stuff a, to do. It'd be your day to give him the manga. Yeah, that would be good. And like I said last week, I did confirm with Kunzai we're gonna talk about the martial art inspiration in a homages, especially in early Dragon Ball this month. That's an episode I can't wait to do. And uh, hopefully we'll get someone from Funimation as well. Tell us what's going on with Dragon Ball Kai. I know a lot of people are interested in that. So uh, that's kind of February in a tentative nut shell. Mary, you mentioned Facebook, Twitter, we got our forum, we got our chat, lots of places for you to come hang out and interact with us. Julian, uh, thanks. I, I haven't talked to you all week, really, so. Yeah, so it was nice to talking to you guys, too. So for Mary over here, bye! For Julian off in Japan, bye! My name is Mike Vegito EX, and we will see you next week. Daizenshu EX, the podcast. Thanks for listening to us this week. Catch us next time. All right, so far we've talking that we've talking. All right, I'm off to a great start here.